Hello, 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 and welcome for the long-awaited Chalkcast number 41. I know that starting soon screen might have been a little long today, but we have a very special episode. We got Farah, the Airbus here, and I heard he's actually ready for takeoff by chance. Um, he's, he's almost been cleared. Also, welcome to all of our Patreon supporters. We are so many episodes, so many bonus episodes deep in the Patreon right now. So if you're interested in seeing more Chalkcast content, except from uh, above the free episode, we are going to continue to record every single week. Uh, check out the Patreon uh, or check out the Chalkcast Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Chalkcast. Uh, CJ, who have we got here today? An old friend of yours? Oh, this is this is very special, obviously, to have Ferry here. Now, obviously, he is the Vitality Coach, which is, you know, but it's only part of the reason why we've got him on the show. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of the new, the Zoomers would only see him as the Vitality Coach and would not know the history of of the man, the myth. A lot of people saying the Airbus um, that, that was, was affectionately coined, we'll say affectionately. But Ferrer, firstly, welcome on the show. And secondly, you go back a long way in Rocket League history. And I mean all the way back to season, I want to say two, three. Uh, yeah, three. That's three. Three. Three with okay. the leftovers, yeah. Give us, a, give us a little bit of your, your backstory then about your, you know, Rocket League career. Um, I mean, I've, you know, I've played the game Ever since it's, ever since ever since it came out in 2015, right? Um, and I started getting good pretty pretty quickly, and I competed as soon as season one actually, and I qualified in season three with you know a team called the Leftovers with uh, Snasky and Siki, uh, which was a funny story as well, but uh, that's for another time I guess. Uh, we did make a deep run, and then I got um, booted from that uh, from that team, and uh, made my own team. Uh, that became PSG Sports, and you know, uh, afterwards became Reciprocity, uh, then Oxygen Sports, then Solari, and then I retired. Were you and, with Shoset the oh, yeah. whole time? Sorry, just to jump in. Were you with Shoset yes. from the moment that you joined until um, you retired? Yeah, uh, between season four and season X with Shoset. That's and incredible. we switched from uh, Bruy to Fruity to Austral, and, and that was it. Now you want some lands along the way, don't you? I did. I, I did. I did win a couple lands. lands. A couple lands. Yeah. Couple lands. Dreamhack Valencia. Gnarly. No, Gnarly. They won Dreamhack Leipzig. Actually, Rizzo, you might remember that one, I think. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't Leipzig, was it? You won yes. Berlin? Leipzig. Leipzig uh, 2018. <laughs> In oh. game seven of our time against uh, this one. Against uh, <laughs> against who? That's what it was. <laughs> Because it, it, um, like, it looked like you pointed to CJ there. I just oh, make okay. Sure. Okay, this guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just want to make sure we're on the same page there. Okay. <laughs> the incident. <laughs> yeah, right at the start, though, like, you, you, I know, you, you again, you're, to, you're so humble. You went through your career in about 10 seconds there, but as you said, <laughs> you're winning lands and things. I want to go right to the beginning, though, because when you first came on the scene as Farah, were you effect, known as the oh, first... For- Female Rocket League player. Yeah. What happened there? People thought that you were know, There's, there's a lot of stories around me. I don't <laughs> know why. Like every season there was something else, something new. Like when I came, you know, when I went to Kai the first time, I don't know, for some reason, um, Gibbs said on stream, and uh, and so uh, with this team, the leftovers, we have the, the first girl ever in the RFCS yes, with Farrah for no reason. <laughs> and then, so, but the funny thing is, like, back then, I had, like, what, like, 70 followers on Twitter, and as soon yeah. as I said that, I jumped to, like, 
500 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, what, but that was like a crazy jump. And I was like, uh, and I was getting missions all like, hey, hey, girl, hey. Okay, oh, all right. Well, oh um, but then it turns out um, uh, Claude Fuel, who was uh, managing the LCS back then, message, message Gibbs with like uh, an info he got from somewhere that apparently I was a girl and that's where he got it from. So, that is amazing. Yeah. That's how it happened. <laughs> the girl arc. You you <laughs> scored a very famous ball. goal as well. Some people might uh, have yeah. heard. In fact, sure. wasn't it Ebay who is yelling your name? Ebay who is now yeah. like li- like mainstream famous Ebay yes, was that. yelling <laughs> Vera, Vera, as you you had faked out. I think Garizi by sir. Just to yeah. score a banger of a goal, what amazing! Yeah, that that was actually my f- my first day in Alsius as well. So that was that yeah. was funny. L- lots of stuff happened that day. <laughs> that was funny. That's amazing. That's incredible. I love you jumped up in followers. Everyone's like, "Wow, this is this is <laughs> crazy." I don't know where Gibbs got that from, where he got the information, but clearly it was very wrong. Now, fair we we also we first met season four World Championships. I remember that you beat me three zero as well. We played <laughs> each other. Do you, do you remember that series? Um. Barely. Uh, 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 yeah, I, I think we we did feel like it was gonna be a free win because that was the first. <laughs> well, it was, it was pretty quick, so it's hard to remember. Oh, there were a lot of goals. Like the series was pre- pretty messy. I remember. I think that was in Washington, right? Yeah. Very so that, that, yeah, but yeah, that was a weird one because uh, yeah, we we really expected to win this one, and then for some reason we we came came out of it. A bit tilted because we didn't play good, so that that was. Uh... You didn't three them hard enough. No, but so like the thing tilted. is, like back back then, I feel like he was not as, uh, you know, uh, consistent as they are now. Actually, mm-hmm. Ch- Ch- the other OCE team, like, so that, obviously that, that was they beat NRG, didn't they? CJ's team is obviously in Ferris Binion super free, but the other OCE team Sorry. they beat Lethemer's team the season before, yeah. and they beat NRG that same weekend, so. It was just a one-team region, I guess, at the time before CJ yeah. uh, later later on uh, leveled up. up. A little bit. Yeah, I, I think it took. Yeah, it took. Uh, I mean, I, I did. I did end up losing to OC at some point. I think it was in season six where we got river swept uh, in Vegas. Um, but it took it took a while before OC could actually, you know, take series like consistently uh, against uh, you know big teams. Um, I think it, it took uh, a couple of years. I think, and nowadays, like it can happen, uh, and it's yeah, it, it does all the time. Every major, I think. But anyway, enough about us. Enough about me. Enough about us. It's all about you. Here, as you said, many seasons before, and you I just you're always you're such a charming young individual, and and I think that that plays a part into the Airbus as well because I just I just feel like this may we have to we have to obviously right. get get this get this out of the way as well. The whole Airbus situation now. Some people don't know what this whole thing is about. It all started in Beyond the Summer, which was a beautiful event. It was a bit of fun, I guess that event, and. I guess you were you were someone that was known, Farah, as I guess having less flair than other players. You less, more about the less player. air roll, maybe a little bit less. Yeah, less yeah. air roll. Slightly, Do you agree yes. with that? The nicest way I to mean, say it. Yes, <laughs> you were efficient. <laughs> if you were, you thing. were efficient. You got the job done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. I wasn't. I wasn't zen back then. No, no, no zen. No, we, <laughs> no, we, yeah. I, I wasn't not, him. Not even I wasn't close. Him. No. <laughs> you weren't Zen, but uh, you were you're a bit more the the role player, the positioning, the efficiency, as we said. And 
obviously the 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 whole beyond the summit thing which you just came to light that there is an 18 minute montage of just us talking about airbus which is actually it's quite mean now i'm thinking about it the fact that there's 18 minutes i didn't yeah i didn't I mean, realize that there's that much but the thing is i remember you guys asked me but it thought so the, the event like the beyond the, the beyond the summit event was like probably the most fun i had in in a rocket league event and you know we made the finals uh, yeah. we lost to energy in the finals um and i remember you guys asked me on the coach thingy like uh, is it fine the thing is you were having so much fun and people are having so much fun within that i had no choice than to be you know going along with it because mm. you know otherwise i would be thinking it's pretty lame but <laughs> i would say that i knew you know it was in good fun because i had you know good performances and stuff like that and the team was doing well and i was fine but like i knew that as, as soon as you know the team performance was gonna be you know um dropping um i would get yeah heavily criticized and uh yeah it would come back to bite to bite me uh eventually so that was uh yeah i knew it was gonna be i, I knew the, the tricky situation was gonna happen at some point but uh yeah whatever do you think things happen do you think it did come back to bite uh, you eventually because you were you outlasted the airbus stocks, for a long time i think i mean uh yeah i do feel i mean come on come on i, I, I was i was definitely like not the the, the the most mechanical player, but like when other players like Chilbo and Kidup were like at the top of Rocket League back then, uh, mm -hmm. I, but I was not like on a different level than, than them, right? I was, uh, yeah, they, they were mm -hmm. playing the same way, kind of way, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. but the thing is, like, we, because of the meme, people were like treating me a very specific kind of way. Like every time I would score a goal, like I, I swear, you know, after after like a couple not a couple months like a, a year or two like people would still like uh, remember this meme and then every time i would score like a simple double tap like there, there would be a clip on reddit like fellow scores a double tap <laughs> and they're like all right it sounds it sounds extremely similar to me except i just didn't score the double tap but like, <laughs> it's, honestly, I feel like all three of us in the same situation because when I score an open net, it's like, oh my god, how has he done that? He's finally scored yeah. an open net. No, but like, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but so, so yeah, it felt like a lot of attention to the, the, every single move I made, and that, that was like at some point there were like compilations of me like missing moves and like with funny music and stuff. That can oh, happen, really? right? It's like, like it's. <laughs> It, it's 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 all fun and games, but I feel like a big part of it was because of the Airbus thingy. Like it brought mm. light to it brought light to me being not really flashy, and uh, yeah, I knew it would like be tricky to handle. So but, uh, no, you, you you handled it really well because not only did this man realize you know there's no point going against this, I have to just run with it because that's like when you know if if you ever get a nickname and you act annoyed at it for 0 0.5 seconds, it's the only thing you're ever going to hear for the rest of your life. You have to th <laughs> you have to say this is fine. Yep, I that is who I am. You just have to run with it. So the Airbus nickname it stuck with you. Not only that though, he branded it. His Farah to this day is making money from the Airbus meme. His creator code is and always has been Airbus. So if you are going to make a purchase in the in-game Rocket League store, be sure to use the creator code Airbus when you make a purchase. And Farah, well, thank you. No, but like, yeah, so as I was playing, I think it was like somewhat something that I saw like as probably inconvenient because of, you know, the way people looked at me. But nowadays it's it's you know good fun and uh, good memories. And the 18 minutes video is uh, 
something that sometimes like recently I met a guy and I we've become really close and he found the video before even I show him. Like he, I showed it to him. Like he was like, dude, I found this video. Like uh, what the fuck is going on? Let me tell you about it and let me tell you why I'm pissed about it. It's, an 18 minute, it's literally just an 18 minute and 28 second video of CJ and I like laughing at the Airbus reference. And not just you, one not just time. you. It was like there, there it was, was like everyone as well. like, yeah, everyone Oh yeah, a lot was and... there. <laughs> Oh, no, so let's just say, time. like, there was there were some negatives, there were some positives to the Airbus, but look, I think that you know when you when, looking back now, and you're obviously you know now you're coaching. Looking back on your playing career, I feel like it helped just like put a stamp on, I guess, your legacy in terms of like the esport. Would you agree with that? Like, I think uh, type one in chat. If you maybe weren't as I don't say as fond of Fair, but didn't know as much of Fair, but now like you love you love the Airbus, you love it. You know, the, like that has helped. And, I guess also, you put on the map. On top of that, now you've got your you know coaching career is in full flight. Uh, no pun intended. And you have the whiteboard on show. If anyone watched our oh, CSS, yeah, we could right. see the whiteboard. Can we please get, a, you know, maybe some artist could help you out with it, but get a really detailed drawing of an Airbus and then just when it cuts to like the pregame and you're like pointing the whiteboard, you're trying to convince Zen, yeah, look at this. This is why we want you to <laughs> take off. And, and no one will know. No one everybody will be like, why is he drawing a plane? But we'll know. We'll know what he's doing. He's trying to get Zen to stop air rolling. It's as simple as that. I wish I could find the original clip. We're going to need to show it in a future episode because I've been looking for it. We've only found the 18-minute video of us making references to the original <laughs> clip and not actually the original <laughs> clip itself. Chat, if you find it, let us know. Regardless of that, I think everything happens for a reason. Obviously, that was, a, that was part of your life, part of your career, the playing part of things, the Airbus, that, things like that. Obviously, nowadays, we laugh about it. We, we think about it affectionately. But it has led Farah to where you are today into coaching. So we're gonna to have to start with how did you get into coaching? And it feels like this is your this is your thing. I was looking at the camera, you've got the whiteboard up, you've got <laughs> thousands of words on there. Like this is what you're made to do. So how did you get into it? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's something I would say it's like my, my destiny, but um <laughs> Yeah, like so people, humble. you know, my, my my whole career, especially towards the end of it, were like uh, calling me to 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 do coaching for some reason. Um um, uh, let's just say when I stopped playing, you know, I had, I, I took a long break. Um, I wanted to get away from the game, um, and to, you know, uh, reflect on, uh, you know, what I did and, uh, and what I wanted to do next, uh, it took a long time. Uh, and I wasn't really looking to do coaching at first, um, despite a lot of, uh, different orgs interest, um, at the time. Uh, so I, I took my time and, you know, I evaluated what, what, I, what I could do if, if, I, if I wanted to go back to my previous uh, career or if I wanted to do something else. And, uh, and it took a while, but uh, ultimately, um, nine months after I stopped playing, um, I mean, it was a bit before that, but like Kedop reached out and uh, started talking to me about potentially, you know, coaching the team. And I started getting in touch with the Vitality guys. And um, from there on, I was like actually getting interested into uh, doing it because um, I, I would say I would not have been interested 
into doing it for like any team, but uh, the org, the prestige that has in Rocket League and the players we had back then, I felt like it was a good fit for me. And yeah, um, I just I just wanted to try my hand at it because I, I knew it's something I could uh, I could do. I've always been, you know, um, really analytical uh, uh, as a player. I, I always, you know, uh, like to analyze game and as game player, I was, you know, like to, especially when I was leading the team, uh, you know, for, 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 you know, more than four, four years, which shows that I always, you know, uh, try to organize everything, try to uh, analyze everything, try to tell, you know, uh, the other two to what I, sh what I think they should do. And, and I feel like it was always somewhat productive and uh, yeah, we, we went pretty far with it. So yeah, uh, I feel I had a lot of qualities that could be applied to, to coaching. And I think that's what Vitality saw, saw as well. And, uh, and here we are, here we are today. Was, was the team, uh, when you started, it was KDOP uh, Alpha Fairy Peak still? If I recall, um, technically yes, but actually, Fairy Peak was already benched, and we were in in the process Wait. of uh, replacing him. And I, I arrived right at the time where there were like the last tryouts of uh, ah, okay. uh, Radozin and some other players. So, mm -hmm. so that was the start. That was that's not so long ago. Yeah. So with your coaching, obviously, when you got into it, it, how much of it is you applying, I guess, theories or things from your playing career versus, I guess, like, you know, seeing the team and working with what you've got in the team? Like, have you heard certain ideas on how to play the game or is it more um, getting the best or getting the most out of the players that you have on that team? Uh, no, I, I don't. I mean, the the game evolves, right? And um, mm. I, I I think like players nowadays, they they actually know the game themselves. They just I think I think it's more about like getting them to talk to each other. Um, I mean, I still I still have my own you know mind, and I I have my own eyes, and I can see stuff that sometimes they don't. And um, especially like I had qualities as a player that I, I still nowadays I feel like a lot of players are missing out on. And so I can like fill the gaps that some of the new guys, uh, you know, they practice on a lot of, you know, flashy stuff, the mechanics then, but uh, that was obviously not what I was good at, but there is a lot of stuff that I can help them on, on in terms of like uh, decision making and, uh, you know, uh, push management and, you know, uh, a, a bunch of stuff that I feel like I can um, actually help them with. So that's what, that's what we do. So we do every week, we do a lot of, uh, uh, I mean, we do three hours of uh, replay reviews with everyone, and uh, and and we try to to apply what what we what we find uh, together uh, pretty much every every practice, every every scrim. So so yeah, it's it's more like a, a, com a common work, right? So I have my ideas, but like it's it's more on the player to realize, uh, okay, is this can this be, can can this be applied or not? You know, does being so, a former pro help with that? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, th I think I mean, there, there was the whole, this whole debate on Twitter not too long ago. I don't think it's necessary for a coach to, to be a former pro, but, but I feel like, you know, being a former pro helps with a couple of things. Firstly, being respected and being listened to, especially when the guys, uh, they, you know, they, they know you and they know, they, they respect your, your, your achievements and stuff. And they know you've been here before and you've, you've, you've played, like I've played on, the world stage like five times. I've won lands. I've I've done stuff, right? So 
when it's new guys, especially like like Rado or, or Zen, they actually listen a lot because they know I have a lot of experience. So it helps to you know get my point across. But uh, it's not really necessary. I don't think it's 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 necessary. It's not necessary if you know the 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 the, the players are, are I don't know smart and they're like are humble about it. But it it does help. It does help. I feel. So you were you mentioned there you you kind of signed on as coach when uh, Radilson was acquired. Now after that, the next step for Vitality was to pick up Sizen as well, but also to sign Zen. Uh, before he was available to play, two splits before he was available to play. I remember like six months Unheard ago, of. we would have discussed this. We we talked about four man roster. Is this going to be a good idea? Um, I remember there was a lot of criticism, uh, uh, you know, from the the whole Rock League community about how this wasn't going to work and how the pressure on the players playing would be too great. That you know, the fact that one of them is probably being benched for Zen would hinder their performance and by the time Zen can play, Vitality would be so chalked that there, it, it wouldn't even be any point. It would be like, oh well, I guess we'll play one split and we're not making worlds. But I, yeah. that's not what happened. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the winner split. But four-man roster, what, what was your view on that? How did that pan out? I mean, I, I don't know. I think, I think people were a lot, were really hypocritical about it because um, players... And you know, you know, as a player, if you play on a team, in every split you can be benched. That's the reality of it. Um, if you don't perform, if you don't have the results, you have the possibility of getting benched. Last season, we saw that even you know the first scene in Europe, BDS made a roster yeah. move uh, for the spring split. Like no one is safe technically. So what we did was just being even more transparent than other teams, being like, well, we're getting this guy, uh, which was then. Uh, back then, he was obviously not as hyped up as uh, he is now, but he still was considered like one of the the biggest uh, talent uh, that that could probably you know come come into the scene. So 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 it was st- still a risk, but the the, the the idea behind it was like we struggled with. Uh, with the how do we say with the transfer season um when I arrived we struggled in the summer actually a lot but the 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 the, the reasons behind it were because either the the players we were trying to to get were not you know attracted by the current roster they were oh we had no point we had like something was not good and the thing is you know as the season goes on um as a as as a team if you struggle, like if you don't have points, say you're in the BDS situation, it gets really, really hard to get players. Rice took a risk uh, to get with them, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But they're pretty lucky he was uh, willing to do that because uh, on a lot of particular, uh, on, 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 on a lot of other instances, they would have been stuck with the same roster the whole season. And, um, and that's pretty much almost what happened to Vitality uh, last year. And, you know, it's tricky. So the idea behind getting Zen at the beginning of the season was we want options. We want to have an option at the end of the season. We want to have, um, you know, uh, a good roster starting the season. And then depending on how it goes and depending on how Zen evolves on the side, we'll see what happens. And maybe the player will have this idea behind the head, but like, 
realistically, like what's the difference between knowing you have a guy on the bench waiting maybe to replace you or like having no one, but your org uh, looking at your results and say, oh, it's not good enough. Uh, we'll get someone else. It's it's pretty much this. To, to me, it's the same. And I, I feel like the players felt the same as well. Um, the the the, the difficult part was explaining this to to, to the community who was uh, treating it as like something crazy and unheard of, despite it being uh, pretty common in uh, other esports. I think uh, I think you kind of like like you mentioned it a little bit. Like you kind of shot yourself in the foot by just trying to be a little bit more transparent about it because like like you had mentioned like if you just kind of didn't say anything, like people wouldn't have even noticed. Which I guess you know kind of goes into like. Um, you know, if you, it, it, a lot of players, a lot of pros, coaches, whatever, they just like don't say anything. They just don't approach interviews, stuff like that, because everything they do say a lot of times, you know, can get like ridiculed. But um, besides that, talk to me about the uh, the winter major. So you guys had a pretty, I would say a pretty solid performance at the winter major with Sazen. You guys got top eight. Um, I mean, how did that like end up for you guys? Because obviously you knew Zen was kind of sitting on the sidelines, kind of waiting but you guys just got a pretty yeah. decent performance there. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, with, with everything, I mean, I, f I feel like nowadays, I mean, with the way the season is um, is built, I feel like we, like you need to take each split kind of as like a mini season, you know, as a player. So you have, because, okay, so you remember like uh, the, the whole, the, the old uh, LCS format, right? Where you had the whole league, and yeah. you would play one season with the same roster and you get two worlds. That, and that the was seasons were like five weeks long. Yeah, yeah, five weeks. But technically it's like half a year because there is like uh, two seasons. Massive gap. Yeah. 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 But, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, you just go through the whole season and the worlds with like one roster. So I feel like this is pretty much similar to one split, right? It's like you go three months with like one big tournament at the end and, and that was it. And that's the focus we try to put on. It's like, Listen, guys. Uh, doesn't matter what we want to do next. Let's focus on this specific split. Mm. Um, and that's what we did for the first split. Well, uh, a lot of difficulties uh, came uh, came because we did like, qualify like for the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but first not that, not, not qualifying for that. That, that was uh, that was pretty tricky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so obviously not making major uh, because of that. Um, uh, and then the second split was uh, on the same um, basis. It's like let's treat it as one split, and we want to do as good as possible on the on the major, and we will see what happens after. Uh, and that's how that's what we try to you know um, tell the players. That's how the player um, you know, try to 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 think uh, as well. Try to forget as much as possible about you know what could happen next because. Uh, I mean, in Rocket League, you know, the the the, the important moment is now. Like you have a tournament to play, you just play it as much uh, as best as you can. Yeah. And 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 that's what we did. Um, we placed top eight. Um, I feel like we could have done better if you look at the Team Liquid series. Uh, it's pretty much fifty-fifty. Um, lots of. Um, I mean, yeah, it came down to one overtime, one goal. Uh, and one crazy lucky goal of from uh, oh, Atto with the goodness, pump yeah. into uh, whatever about that. So yeah, but, but it happens. And overall, if you look at the whole split, I feel like that's our place, right? Top eight in the world is pretty deserved. We 
didn't really deserve to be higher. We didn't really deserve to be lower. I feel like that's our place. That was our place. So we were we were pretty happy about that. Um, but obviously, we knew um, afterwards that you know then. Uh, even at the beginning of, of the season, it was already pretty good, but he improved so much throughout the season that that was not even a possibility to, for us to, you know, leave him out of the sign. And we had to bring him in and to, uh, yeah, uh, make something out of it. Because we could have done like great things with the former roster, but we can do like even greater things with uh, with then. I feel like. Yeah, so you knew, obviously, Zen's coming in regardless. Like, uh, even if you guys had won every single event, you'd won, you know, won, won both majors, like, he's coming in regardless. So, I wouldn't, would you I say, wouldn't say... I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Like, if okay. we dominated the season, that would have been a real tricky question. That would have been a real tricky question. Yeah. If you dominated the season and you're the best team in the world, you're taking a big risk. But that was not our case, right? We missed, we missed one regional. We didn't qualify for the first major. We struggled online. Like we made one finals, but then we had two top eight placings. We were not at the top. Like in Europe, we were like between three, four, five, um, which is good. But I mean, if we want to win, if we want to win worlds at the end of the season, um, it's um, it's it's a bit far. Um, mm. It's reachable, mm -hmm. but. Um, it's it's difficult and bringing in then in this specific situation was a no-brainer to be honest I you're, saying, you said... wait, you're saying that there was like a chance that zen would have to continue being sub basically if the team's dominating I, I don't know i don't know what would have happened like it's it's not it's not the way it wasn't decided in. i guess is what you know what i'm saying yeah, it was like, yeah. let's see what happens was kind of the yeah mentality. It, it, it it was always the let's see what happens and it's uh, and, uh, and that's what I, that's what i said also like in, in, a, okay. few, in a few in a few in a few interviews like following the the, the decision it's like the the decision was never you know it, it, it was not because we uh, got the uh, season the latest that he was going to be the one re being replaced like we mm -hmm. evaluated the situation throughout the season. We evaluated, you know, we, we thought a lot about it. And uh, after the major, we just felt it was the, the, the right choice to do, to, 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 to the, the right call, you know, to replace Sazen Bison. I know you might, oh, you might not have heard my theory crafting on who was going to get replaced, but do you know that, do you know that Psy in size and Psy means like a dagger and Zen? So like, as in, He's going to get stabbed in the back by Zen. Did you think that that was there was a bit to that or not? Yeah, maybe, maybe. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't obviously, this. Vitality are going to be like on speed dial to Pharah right now. Like, like, hang up, hang up, stop. Don't answer any more. We, we can lock that in. We can lock that in. Like, he's like, yeah, please get off the call. He knows. Um, Pharah, you said that you know you were focusing split by split. Like this split, we want to do the best we could. But also, I feel like you you're also waiting for Zen. In, also, in 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 sort of a, you know, as you said, whatever you do with the previous roster, Zen can amplify it. You felt so. Was it also for you as a coach about building like a system, building like a foundation, the building blocks? So when Zen does come in, you know, the the team's ready to go. Like he can slot in. They've already got a great routine. Whether that's screams, whether it's you know, structure on the pitch was it? Was it a sort of about that as well, or just dealing with the team you've got and then doing something different with Zen once he comes in? Um, I'd say neither. Like we, 
it, it would have been the same with or without Zen. It's like something we've tried to build, you know, for the past year and everything, and every, you know, everything we've done with the team, uh, whether it was with KDOP when I arrived, uh, and then uh, with Saison, and then now with Zen, it's like, we're trying to, you know, yeah, uh, put as many routines as we can. So, um, whether it's like, uh, yeah, um, I mean, uh, scrim scheduling, like replay reviews, um, uh, the whiteboard thingy uh, before CS, yes, and a lot of a lot of other stuff you don't see. Uh, we have a lot of um, stuff that we brought throughout the years and that we've built with the previous roster and and the previous iterations of it, and and uh, and that helped because like when Zen arrived, everything was already you know as, uh, pretty much you know. Uh, already it was already a thing and you know uh, alpha and rado were already used to it so he just he, he he just had to adapt to it and and that was fine right but the idea in mind was not to uh, get uh, the team ready for him no the, the 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 idea in mind was always to be as good as we can all the time uh and whether it's with zen or, or without him have you um, thought as well, you know, Sizen's still sub for Vitality. You know, you're watching own goals from Rodosan this weekend and thinking, hmm, <laughs> maybe Sizen and Zen would be a good combination. I'm joking. Rodosan's actually playing really well for anyone who's not been ke- keeping up with Vitality's performances. But he's been unbelievable, in fact. But um, yeah, what, what, what are your What you happened know, on the weekend? I want to ask that. Rodosa not only scoring own goals? goals, but then he was doubling down and then <laughs> trying to score more. It wasn't just the own goals that he scored, but the almost own goals. On yeah. Was it Neo Tokyo? He hit yeah, the post. From slug one in the well. post. Nobody saw it coming. It was undefendable. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 nowhere. That, that was funny. I, I, I will add one thing because uh, I feel like a lot of people misinterpreted you know you guys like to um you know read body language and stuff like that and 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 i know you know rado i uh, was you know, uh, you know putting and we didn't celebrate a lot after the win and and he was putting a lot of uh you know a lot of uh his hands uh, in, his, in his head thing is um on the last day so and that's because of me um i had to arrive to the bootcamp very late because i was ill earlier so we tried to minimize contact and i had to put a mask for pretty much the whole week and i uh, didn't sleep at the hotel with the players and everything we tried to minimize contamination but i needed to be there um and i and i think rado and zen the both of them got sick for the last day so rado and zen were actually uh slightly um yeah um pretty 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 ill especially for the for the for, for the for the sunday and yeah, I think I think that got to them, especially with fatigue and stuff. And uh, and yeah, like um, the whole the, the series was uh, getting weird towards the end. Like I think the <laughs> Neo Toko yeah. game, the Neo Toko game is the worst game I've ever watched as a coach. Like <laughs> that was so bad. That was so so, so bad. <laughs> and and it, we were nervous. It's just like players were tired and Carmen Cam- yeah. was tired as well because they had to run through the they played so much low, yeah low, lower in bracket. A row. so i think after after and after so many overtimes and so many tense games yeah this game was just was <laughs> yeah. but so like from another perspective i was uh, yeah that was uh, <laughs> that was not good but we won, so that's, won. that's what matters yeah. Okay, to to rewind a little bit, you said earlier that you know with Zen's rapid improvement or you know, improvement, it was a no-brainer. You had to add him to the roster. 
What were you guys really looking um, for uh, from Zen? Because obviously he couldn't play RLCS. So what were you looking at to see where is he improving? How is his level uh, coming into this final split of the season? Uh, I mean, I think the the, the like the one v one show much has helped, and but you know overall he was playing a lot with uh, Rado, was playing a lot with Alpha, like he was playing you know uh, duo, uh, duos all the time. Uh, you know I could see him on streams all the time, like and I could see clips of him all the time. So it was not you know it was not difficult to see to see to either see him play or like monitor him and if i needed something from him i i would just you know tell him even though i i tried to you know keep him out of the loop as much as possible because i knew he was grinding hard and trying training hard you know before he joined so i didn't need to you know add too much into it if he wasn't doing much and just waiting for 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 rcs to come that would have been a different story but he was he just loved the game and he just kept playing and he just kept improving and you know the the whole one v one string was just you know the icing on the cake and you were like okay I, he can do that as well and I was like oh all right well we might have someone much better than we actually we 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 thought it was really good it might be really really good that's so crazy to think that you guys are like oh we've got this like ace up our sleeve like wait a minute it's it's actually like four aces we've got four aces up our sleeve we've got the we've got all the aces what is this okay we've got a real yeah. winner here i, I didn't mean, understand it either i've never seen anything like it i can't believe you learned one v one so fast and just uh dominated it was uh, something i've never seen before um so uh, yeah it was very hype from a viewer as well gotta say but like what about the we want to talk about the spring split success um, you guys won two events in a row as a whole coming into this split. Did you have any idea that that was a possibility to win two in a row, qualify for LAN already? Um, yeah. Yeah? No, there you go. Look at yeah. this guy. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, very quickly, uh, in practice, we felt something. Um, and we tried to keep it as... We well, well, when you it... say felt something, was it like... Whoa! This is this is weird. This is like this is different. Like what? What was? The yeah, not genuinely. Like I feel like. Um, all right. I, do I say? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to get. Don't I don't want to get. Those the practice secrets. That's for sure. No, it's not about. It's not about like. It's just like we could feel we were really good, and the players were getting really, really confident with each other, and they were like. This like natural synergy between them, and we try to keep it as you know um, quiet as possible, and we try to you know do our own thing. We played the online tournaments, and we try to be like, and you know even with each other, we're like, okay, so we do good in screams, okay, that's one thing, and you're like, okay, we do this tournament, but it's not RLCS, but let's try to win it, and then we win it, and we're like, okay, but it's not RLCS, maybe maybe. Maybe that doesn't mean that much. And you know, you know, everyone was saying that, right? Can he do it in RLCS? Can he do yeah. it? Yeah, it's always the next thing. Can he do it in but, threes? But Can he do it in RLCS? Can he, can do, he do it, it at online? the major? Yeah, wait for the can major. Can he do it at Worlds? <laughs> but if, in fact, like, we knew from pretty much, you know, the first week that we were able to play really, really good. The thing is, were we able to convert it, uh, you know, in tournament? That's always the question uh, because I've been in teams where we dominate scrims and we don't do mm, really good in tournaments, so that's hard. But we, I guess, you know, the experience came in and uh, we found like 
genuine good stuff to replicate and we still we still have tricks we've we haven't used we still have stuff we haven't showed um like we have a big margin to improvement which leads me to, to say yeah like i was not i'm not surprised we won the two regionals yes and no it's like i'm i'm surprised because it's hard it's so hard to do but it's it's like everything is coming to fruition and you're like okay yeah. well that's as intended and you're like okay well i mean yeah <laughs> it's good we we kind of expected that but yeah maybe not as good but yeah i don't, I don't know how to say it yeah and, and and to be honest like in yeah after you know after the after a few weeks after the tournaments and after i just i feel like nowadays there is a there is a visible gap uh, i think um between uh yeah between uh you know the top of europe and uh and the other teams and uh and it's good to be part of it and it's good to maybe lead the, the charge i think that's what we do right now so What's the mindset after you win? Obviously, you've won two regionals now. Like, are you guys still? What's like the vibe with the team? You're still like, let's, you know, want to grind straight away. You're back into free play, or do you enjoy the regionals and then you, you know, have a couple of days to get back into it? Like, what's the mindset? I think we have to be careful because um, you don't want to do too much. You don't want to do too little. You don't want to. You you don't want the success to get into your head as well. You don't want to. I don't know. There is a lot of factors at hand, and I feel like you know, for example, this um, this weekend we started to see the traps we could fall into. You know, the the first series we lose against K-Cop, um, that was not good for us, and it was not just about gameplay; it was about attitude. And you know, when you compare the way we were um, coming and behaving for the first regional, and you had the guy, the guys really tense, really hyped up after each, each match, each regional. And then as as the series went on on, sun, on you know um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, things were just going so smoothly that it felt like I think we got into a mindset of like, well, I mean, we're just that much better. So obviously, we're going to win. Obviously, that's not how it works. And you, we have to work for mm-hmm. it. And that loss was important for us. And we have to be careful because if we if we sleep up, teams are gonna teams are gonna yeah uh, beat us and not just cake up. Um, Liquid can beat us; uh, they almost did. BDS can beat us. Um, a few other teams can upset us. Uh, we have to be careful. We have to be very serious about about uh, about uh, what we do and how we approach each series. Hence, why this is the whiteboard. <laughs> I know you said um, with their new team, two games as at least Uh, that was the first match. To be fair, we'll let you off for the quadrant five (laughs) five game series. What did you say? Uh, I didn't pick up the 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 new the new quadrant team. They they almost had you. Not really. They they took you to five games. (laughs) They. I mean, yeah. I mean, they could have won honestly because I think I mean I mean the first regional was you know different because yeah. Match there one, was yeah. so much nerves, so much pressure around the roster, so much expectations. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was expected to. I mean, we expected to struggle. Oh, early. actually, so. we. I just realized. Yeah, before we could see, I know CJ, you've got uh, another mm-hmm. uh, question here, but actually, you did talk, Farah, on the mainstream about the whole 
topic everybody wants to talk about. Did Zen live up to the hype? Did Vitality with Zen live up to the hype? And you actually oh. elaborated that on the mainstream. I don't know if you want to echo what you said in a in post-match interview uh, for the podcast listeners as well. Your thoughts about what Zen brought to the team and why isn't he quad flip resetting on everyone like we were told he would? Oh, so, sorry. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were, you were talking to CJ. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, and that's something I saw as as soon as the first scrim. Um, like I expected, because you know I've I've seen him playing trees. I've seen him, you know, I, I always go to the French land. Uh, I, I watch some of his tournaments. I, I saw him playing trees, right? But like playing in a team environment is always different. Um, and I expected, you know, some. I, I I don't know. I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect that. And. As soon as the first scream or the first couple scream, I was like, "Okay." I mean, he has the mechanics, but he's he doesn't want to overuse them. He's just gonna do his thing and help his teammate and make them comfortable. And I'm like, yeah, "Okay," but like you 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 already. Okay, you you're way too good. Like, okay, like. Uh, uh, like but I'm supposed to tell you to. Do yeah, that. right. It's like it's like <laughs> I, I didn't have much to tell him. Oh, so okay, we're still we're still working on stuff with him. Yeah. But I, I was like, okay, They're so surprised because that's not the way I expected him to play. That's not even the way uh, Alpha and Rado expected him to play because that's not the way he plays in twos, for example. So, so that was just. It's not how young mechanical prodigies play. First killer was mega criticized when he joined the league for being like, uh, you know, a bad team, making his teammates look worse. Daniel, similar thing. At random moments throughout his entire tenure with SSG, um, those are two players who've been compared to him, and many others as well. Lots of young mechanical players. So, yeah, I agree. He he does doesn't really fit the the category of young mechanical player trying to take over, trying to be the star, trying to be the 1v5 player but the thing is he can and he will do it on some games if the chance is there but is it like chance... if he needs to if the you know if alpha and Rodos are like okay no we, today like Rodos is like i'm just own goaling alpha's like i can't hit the ball um <laughs> no like, it's, it's, it's not, 1v5. It, no it's 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 not that it's, it's even better than that it's not because we're gonna ask him to do it is because the situation is gonna require to do him like okay. if the other team leaves in space he will use it if they don't which most teams especially in europe they they know they have to prevent him from doing stuff he doesn't have as much space as the other players so he just plays around that and if he has space he will use it if it doesn't he's just gonna play with it and that's the crazy part, right? He's not gonna try too hard, and and it fits so well with the with the rest of, of the team that um, yeah, it, it just works. It it works, and it's it's great to see. And and we have still a margin of improvement. And I don't think like if you ask any of our player right now, none of them will say we have picked um, because what we see in practice is better than that. But I will say. Uh, replicating what we do in practice is probably not uh, is a, it's a utopia so we're probably never going to reach that point but uh, as much as we can get close to it we will be really good 
you don't have to go into the details, obviously. When, but when you're practicing, when you're scrimming, what what are you guys, I guess, focusing on? Is it gameplay? Is it individual stuff? Is it like structure? Like what? What? And and how do you recognize what a good practice is or what a good scrim is? Is it results? Like if you're winning the scrim, or is it if you're working on sort of certain things? it's content um it's attitude it's how we approach it we try to take mm-hmm. every every practice as serious as we can we try to win it um you know we try to you know play it as if it was a real tournament um yep. so obviously things are going to be different and but we try to you know replicate as much as we can uh what we know because we want to find our flaws and uh once we once you know a team can uh, challenge us we discuss and we try to find improvements um that's pretty much all there is to it there i mean obviously we we do it a little bit more but i won't get too much into detail but yeah it, it's it's not as we don't go into every screen being like okay we have to do exactly this exactly that it's just like players they they know they can adapt. They they adapt really well. Uh, they do it, and if things don't work, we talk. Uh, that's the main. Thing. All right. I think. Um. I think. I mean, fellas. I think we got what we needed. I think now is um. <laughs> what we needed. Yeah, we we got the goods there. No, but I was going to say. Uh, I think we now would be a good time to go into some Patreon questions. Um. So if you guys haven't yes. already, be sure to join the Discord. You don't have to be a Patreon to uh join join the Discord. But we will be taking um, some questions from them. And Farah, first and foremost, the question to you is, why do you think French, France is such a super region in Rocket League? That's a very deep subject. Do I have time to answer this? Because I feel like... Uh, yeah. Give us no, your Farah. You've got a yeah. summary, right. but you have as much time as you need. I, don't, I, think, I think there is a lot of reasons. Um, and I think it comes down to three things. Um, so first off is KetOp, KetOp success and KetOp stream. The second is the four guys that the four French guys that were here at the beginning, which were me, KetOp, Ferry, and Chaussette. and the fact that we all had our respective teams that were performing well. And the third factor is Rocket Baguette, you know, growing mm. out of those teams and those tournaments building a community around it and nowadays they actually took over and i feel like we owe a lot to them nowadays because of what they do you know uh the events they organize but they you know they they used it's it's a bad word but they used us and the, the results we were getting to you know uh, grow their community grow um the the, the french community uh try to get as as many eyes that they could on us four, because uh, for a long time it was only you know us four, which were uh, I repeat, Chosset, me, Fer- uh, Ferry, and Kedop in LCS for a very long time, and a lot of players, I guess, a lot of new players got inspired by that, especially by Kedop because he was winning more than us, uh, he won worlds, and he was streaming, and his stream got pretty big at one point uh, when Dude, the free- still es- is, yeah. es- especially when the free to play came. Uh, Cameron, and for a long time his stream was like the you know the hanging out point of like the French community where 
you know, the French players, they would get there and they tried to get into his lobby. And even Monkey Moon <laughs> admitted it um, uh? last year. When he, when he was a world champion, and you can't find a tweet. He's like, no he's, he's saying, I owe you like 30% of my career or something because I became good because I wanted to be in your lobbies and snipe you. And that's, that's the truth. And a lot of players have have been uh have been you know like that uh it's actually crazy i saw another tweet from him recently he says he's trying to derank to snipe kid up so he's still going <laughs> to this day yeah and you know rado still snipes kid ups and does sometimes he's called a crazy fish <laughs> with him yesterday it's like like they they all want to you know be around him and 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 you know i don't know uh Sometimes yeah. it's bully him. Sometimes it's make yeah. uh, have fun. Why, with him. why are they okay. calling every bad shot a dop shot? Why are they doing, doing <laughs> no, like no, 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 no? It's fair. not. It's not it's, a bad is it shot. A, is it a zero aerial shot? Wait, what no, is no, it no, again? No. Remind me. I, I mean, a dop shot. Clearly, a, a dop shot is like a huge booming shot. It's like oh really? When you oh, go away, when you talk. Oh, using it as a joke. Or for I've seen it used for so many of the opposite, like a ball trickling into the goal, and the, all the French <laughs> viewers are taking I mean, up shots. So that must be in jest that they're saying, "Yeah, that's well, obviously well, a really well, fast well, goal." I mean, what a bullet. <laughs> we, 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 uh, our team do use it a lot in comms when they're like. <laughs> Mid top shot, and then the ball, top, the ball goes top card. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, I like it. It's like you pay respect. You pay respect. So it's like it's like saying like Kobe when you shoot something into the rubbish. Yeah, exa exactly, like, exactly. It's exactly. top shot. Bang. It's oh, crazy yeah. how you say like so many people stream sniped him and like they they just wanted to get into his lobbies and like play against him and you know because I have that respect for him but like my experience with stream sniping is like people just going in and harassing me and, and like yeah, but... that's like the typical experience for stream snipers. It's not easy to say you reason. They're like they're like yes I gotta do his lobby my hero time to make him proud. Yeah, but 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 Kedup does like Kedup's behavior with that is so. Like he doesn't care about it, and he always, <laughs> he always, yeah, he was always chill with it, and like people kept going at it, and they were like pretty respectful with, with, with it. I was just, they were just trying to go into his lobby and beat him. That was just the, the main point, uh, and for a long time that was it. But then, yeah, he inspired a lot of new players, um, and the, then Vitality came along. You know, the whole fan base came along, and then you know nowadays everything kind of follows up to that. So like no, now Carmen Cop is there. And there is this huge rivalry. There is, you know, Rocket Baguette has grown a lot, so they can throw huge events. And there is, you know, all of those new French players that are, you know, taking over and that are, you know, pretty much following our footsteps uh, back then. And and yeah, I think they're mostly here because they've seen the tournaments back then. They're, they're mostly here because they they tried to snipe Kid up, and they got inspired because this guy won worlds three times. Um, well, why not them? Um, and 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 nowadays it's just yeah yeah. I don't know. It's it's a whole a whole culture around you know uh, try out try harding and uh, yeah being good and uh, yeah uh, French player we're pretty good at it. But uh, yeah, the the fact that we had the inspirations and the um, system around it uh, helped, and the fact that we are a pretty tight community, especially at the beginning. You know the for, for a long time every pool was an, hanging in uh, only one Discord. Uh, the mood gang. Uh, nowadays, there is a few, a few, a few other, a few other discords. But yeah, we we 
we were just hanging with each other and playing with each other all the time. And uh, I think you can actually find this behavior in, in some other communities. I think the, the KSA, uh, yeah, KSA do, it. do it, UK do it as well. The the, the Spanish boy do, do it as well. And I feel like it's, it's good because you are bring, you know, you all try to... Uh, You're all bringing each, each other. other up, yeah. But Frenchies are weird with that because uh, they want, like... You want to bring everyone up, but you want to be the, the one ahead of everyone as well. It's competitive. So, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. It's, it's, it's like super, a, it's actually like, yeah, I, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say toxic, but it's healthy. It, toxic. Isn't, it isn't always friendly, I'll say. And it, I feel like a I lot mean, of these communities, not always friendly, but there is definitely a respect there as well. Yeah, everyone so wants. It's fine every, for me. It's, it's in the game. There's competitiveness in the game. Definitely like close to toxicity, but it's everything I see is like very much. They're talking about gameplay here. Nothing personal. So Every, everyone wants good. everyone to do good, but everyone wants to be the one who do the the, the most yeah. good. You know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but I, sometimes it does feel a bit unhealthy because uh, it does feel like you know, as a player, and I've been through it, right? You know, I was in this uh, in in those shoes. As a player, you feel like your worth is just valued as you. Uh, individual ability on Rocket League, you know, just, you, you, you're just gonna, everybody's gonna talk to you on those Discord because you're good at Rocket League so they can play with you. And then if you're not good anymore, you know, it's, it's weird. And something, yeah, I feel, I think it's a bit unhealthy, but to be good at Rocket League, I guess that's, that's what it takes. Um, I was gonna say at the time, like, uh, when you were still competing, were those, were there those French discords like that at that time? Or is that more of a the newer mo thing? The Moot Gang, Rizzo, the Moot Gang. Yeah, the Moot Gang, that's, uh, that's you're been no, a Do you remember Moot? Moot? Mout. Yeah, I know Moot. yeah. Moot. Yeah, that's that's been a thing for six years. Oh, okay. It's, well, it's, see, it's, I see, I'm not French, I'm not in the club, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's been a thing for, for a very long time, and in fr French players have always, you know, uh, tried to hang out as much as possible with each other, and a lot of them are really close friends. I mean, Zen and Exotic are extremely close. Uh, yeah, you know, there is like a lot of pairs like that in the French community, and they're not, they're not necessarily teaming up with each other, right? Like, me and Itachi have known each other for like six years. Uh, Itachi and Alpha, same, same. Um, it's just you know, yeah. Everyone knows each other very well. Everyone has played thousands of games with each other. Everyone has tried to make, has tried to beat everyone, and it just made everyone being better. Okay, here's a bit of a an opposite side sort of question. What are your thoughts on the vitality decal in the esports shop? <laughs> <laughs> You, you can only say one thing. <laughs> uh, it's great. What is your favorite French dish? Good answer. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I, I, so my personal opinion is I like risk taking in terms of design. So I don't mind the vitality. Oh, they took a big risk, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get a lot of people don't like it. Do what you know what though? Do you know what though? Tastes. If let me tell you something. If Zen <laughs> plays with the decal and back his mods whatever he wants, I mean everybody, all the pros are using back his mod to have a different decal or different wheels or whatever, boosts or whatever. If he plays with the decal and they win, it will 
skyrocket. I don't know why all orgs aren't making every player play with their own decal. Every org, um, not just Vitaly. I'm talking to all orgs here. Don't know why it's not on the contract, and then they back his mod whatever they want. Like, yeah, um, what's going on with this? Come on, um, so free. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Vitaly <laughs> really wants to do that, but the players have like this weird placeable thing. Oh, where, don't tell uh, me they're placebo about back his mod, bro. This thing is like, hey, zero, what can I say? Zero I, RAM. I, nothing. I. I I, I'm I'm on your side with that. I don't understand, but like the players do feel something different, and you know it's pressable. So what can you say? It's all right. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! All right, talk to, placebo. Uh, talk to me, fair. Tell me about your favorite French dish. If I were to go to France right now, what should I try? I don't eat French cuisine, really. I mean, if you want to talk about like snails and frog, I don't, I've never like had those. So I don't know. Snails are, I've tried snails. No, are actually, actually, no, actually, actually, snails actually, are so, excellent. Uh, got, oh. Okay, okay. The, 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 the French, I mean, it's, it is French. Uh, the, you know, the, do you know the raclette? Have oh, you yeah. heard of it? No, no idea. I don't think so. Raclette. You, now, how do you, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's a lot of cheese with, uh, you put you put oh, a lot of cheese on like meat and oh. and potatoes and, and this looks it, absolutely brilliant. I want, it's it's I want great it. and and it's like pretty cultural thing to do in in during the winter. You know, uh, it's a specialty from like the Alps, I think. Oh. Um, I've actually uh, I've actually had this before. It's, it's great. It's, all right, you it's like, all right. You, you, you just say you don't eat French cuisine. You eat baguettes, surely. Yeah, it baguettes. Eat, yeah, this do. is pretty French cuisine. I mean, obviously they're pretty but, international, but they, I mean, they're known as you know French. I I I eat, but I I mean I eat sometimes, but it's not really something I. I, I watch my diet like for the I've watched my diet like for the past three or four months, and bread is not something yeah, I bread. eat regularly. It's it's not good. So. Oh, that's rough. You're really cutting out a lot of like pastries and croissant and uh, yeah, baguettes when you uh, skip bread. What a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> i've had enough in my uh, younger years so <laughs> and many many more to come when the diet is no longer needed <laughs> when he says diet is the thing of the past give me the bread I remember we had we had korean barbecue once so fair was that in was that in live i'll say leipzig but that that's not true i don't mm, think it was that's, it's probably in la vegas i'm gonna raise you vegas vegas maybe uh... We had a Japanese one in Montreal. Montreal. Yep. And they all Alpha great. 54 would not I eat love a them. cabbage. No, he wouldn't eat a broccoli. Yeah. I just yeah. I remember his I told him if he Japanese. ate that broccoli, I'll pay for his dinner. He tried and he, he couldn't eat it. He actually like threw up in his mouth and yeah. then put it back in his plate. That was crazy. That he was didn't crazy. Do it. But I think he eats broccoli now, so he's a changed man. Yeah, he, he's got better with food and we try to we try to push players to eat. Cleaner. It was a delicious, it wasn't just like a random piece of rubbish. Yeah, broccoli. It like, was like delicious broccoli, you know, it was I mean, that restaurant smothered was in butter. Amazing. Oh, so that good. That restaurant was amazing. That restaurant was it amazing. really was, yeah. Alright, I got another question from one of our patrons here. Um, actually, I got two questions. I'll start off with, uh, I guess what, what a little bit of more of a, a negative one first, but the other one's very nice. The other one's very nice, so prepare yourself. What was the reason uh, to why you stopped competing after RLCS X? What was what was your reason for stepping down? All right, because um, I did not 
Uh, it's it's going to be a bit deep, I feel. Um, I did not like the game anymore. Uh, that was the main reason. That's why I think for the past... <laughs> Me and CJ both go, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for, for, that. For, for the For the, like last two years of my career i i struggled with motivation with practicing with uh i mean i liked screams i liked tournaments but launching the game and playing ranked and practicing was so hard and so tough mentally that yeah after a while it just became it's just a thing you know yeah i didn't want to do this that much longer but then you know i still my, my so my team disbanded and I had options. I it was a you know conscious decision to stop playing. But I took a break, a one week break, and I did not I did not miss the game one single second. I was like, there is no way I want to come back to one to a team and you know grind the whole year and and do this for another year. It's it's too much. It's too much effort. And I don't want to farm salaries. I don't want to be on a team and not make the effort. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be on a team and 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 not you know put in the work and you know try to act, uh, try to pretend like I do. Uh, if I if I'm on a team, I, I'll I'll do my part, and I was not ready for that anymore. And also because uh, I mean th those were the minor reasons, but yeah, the the, the later part of my career was pretty tough to live uh, mentally. Um, it just felt like I was not playing for not, for not a lot of people, you know. Uh, a lot of people wanted me gone, to be honest. I kept getting messages all the time. Like, people really did not like watching me play. And it does, it, it did get to me, honestly. Um, you know, it's not nice when you go to, like, sometimes I would even reach the finals of uh, an, an, an original. And I would still get messages from, like, Oh, they could have done so much better with someone else, and you're like, dude, like, let let me enjoy this one at least. That's um, crazy. That's actually mm -hmm. crazy. To and hear. yeah, that, that was you guys finished. You guys actually finished strong. You had a really rough RLCS season X. I remember, I remember because there was high expectations for you going in, and then fall and winter didn't go too well. But spring, last split was your best one. You guys, you made a we, final in uh, one so, of the regionals. So, so, you went out yeah, on a high. Like, what are people on about? Yeah, and you you want to know the 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 season we had with you know oxygen and salary back then is pretty similar mm. to what we have with Bat eighty now. We mm. really, 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 really struggled in the beginning of the season, which was which is what happened with Bat eighty, and then we slowly ramped up. And I feel like the experience I got as a player back then really helped. Um, our squad this year and that fixed a lot of issues quicker than we that than i had uh than i uh, lived through uh two years wait ago. did you say that your experience back then helped with this season yeah yeah i yeah, yeah. I, I think because, i cut out there yeah so, so yeah yeah because uh, i mean pre pretty much the, the same happened you know two years ago the, the regionals were that were a bit different uh at the beginning of this, of this season there were like 32 teams yeah and for the first two regionals we didn't even place top 16. So it's not even one regional, it's two regionals where we would not have qualified to one regional this season, you know? So, um, yeah, we had an even tougher start and it took us a long time to realize what we needed to do to to improve. And um, I used that uh, this season to fix everything as soon as, 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 uh, as, as possible. And that's what we did. And we did bounce back very, very quickly from the non-qualification 
and uh, now we're fine. We are really fine. But um, but yeah, to come back on the subject, yeah, uh, it was really hard mentally because yeah, um, I, I just asked myself, what even am I playing for nowadays? And it was money. I I, I didn't really need money anymore. Um, no one really liked watching me play. Um, and the only thing I, you know, lacked in my career was getting the World Championship title. Everything apart from that, I got. Like I won lands, I took part to world to worlds. I I traveled around the world. I did everything I could. I won the European Championships. It's just you did. I, you dethroned Kdop. Actually, you did what all of Kdop snipers wanted to do. You beat him not only his right in his game. You beat him in his like five like re EU yeah. champion in a row streak. You ended it. The, 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 one, the one the one thing I was missing was the World Championship title and I was like is is this even worth you know like putting my everything into it even though I don't have, I don't even know if I would be able to reach it because it, it could be out of my control so I was like yeah well Farah I, I don't know anyway. I don't know what people wanted from you I'm I'm, I'm pulling up the, the stats right now if your grand final appearance against Queso in uh, spring regional 2 of RLCS season X you're you're a seventy five percent goal participant and uh, top assists <laughs> in the team. What do they want? What do the people want? Like, do they want uh, air roll? No, you just get assists. I want assists. I don't it, care about air roll. If it means anything think, to you, Farah, I loved watching you play, and I want to see likewise, you play more. I was so happy to see Obviously, the Obviously, I loved it. Uh, I love you guys. I was so happy to see the Regan in RLCS season X. I was your guys like uh, uh what do you call? Yeah, it? I know you, you. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, I was like so. I was rooting for you guys all season. You finally you did it in spring. I was so happy for you to make top six, make the EU championships. If there had been a world championship in RLC season X, they would you would have qualified for it. So yep, yeah, I and, think you and... guys went out in a high, and then you said, "This is it. I'm retiring." That was like retiring at the top, in my opinion. Um, well done. Yeah, exactly. I did. I didn't want to pursue and and you know you know live on a bad note. Uh, I feel like that was as high as it could get, and it's okay. I didn't win worlds. It's fine. You know. Uh, I'm really proud of what I've done in my career, and I, I'd rather have my career than a few other world champions. That and now you can win only worlds. that title. You know? All you can right, win you don't have coach, to call them out. <laughs> you can win worlds exactly. as a coach. This is yeah, the, I can win you worlds. wanted that's, to leave something unchecked, or else exactly. you would never have come back. Now that now you've come back, that's because if goal. you won worlds, you would never that's have come back. Goal. We'd never see Farah again, but now you <laughs> get to see him again. So thank goodness for that. That's the goal, and hopefully as soon as in three months. <laughs> exactly. See, I believe that everything happens for a reason, Fair. I don't know if you believe in that as well, but even when, you know, at the time you're thinking, oh, you know, I wish I did this, wish I did that. I think you look back on it and go, well, if I, if this didn't happen, if I didn't retire, then you wouldn't be in this position now. You know, you wouldn't be, have the vitality gig and, and potentially, you know, could be the coach of a super team or one of the most iconic rosters in Rocket League history. So, no, maybe, I but I, 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 to, be, to be honest, I don't regret anything. I don't regret, you know. Yeah doing anything in my in my career is just you know it's life you know something happens some stuff happens you know some people sometimes they don't like you for some reason that's fine uh what happened happened it's just yeah i just needed to move on and i, I would also add i think it's important i'm old i'm not old you know in real life i'm not yeah, old. He's old. <laughs> for rocket league <laughs> i'm so old and i was old my pretty how, much old, my, how old, old are you my whole career so I will turn 27 this year. Damn, that's old, man. <laughs> yeah. Rizzo, Rizzo, what, what 
Why did she need to start risking like sneaky birthday McGee well, over here? I'm, well, I'm 26. I'm young and spry. Uh, what <laughs> you're both the same age. <laughs> but like, do, do, do you agree with that? It's just like the scene, the scene, rock, yeah. the Rocket League scene got younger. Sorry, you know, when um, I when yeah. I when I started, you know, the pros were like. Maki, Gremko, everyone pretty much around my age. Yeah, yeah. And my friends back then were like Ferry and Kedop, who are only two years younger. Nowadays, they're considered like grandpas and they're like five years older than all the new players. And yeah. Zen, yeah. Zen is 11 years younger than me. Like, Zen, also, so Zen was like, how, wow. how old was Zen when, when Rockley launched? He would have been seven. That one hit me. Oh my God. Like, like and, and and that's what I thought Eight. as well. Like two years ago, when I was like, Nine? "Do I keep going? And do I want to Eight. like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna team with like two people, they're obviously gonna be younger than me. Mm. Do I want to spend the whole year with, the like, with like <laughs> two sixteen years old absolute zoomers? It, 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 like you're day. on different. You're on a different <laughs> intellectual plane. You know, you're on a. You've, you've you've lived more life than them. You know, it's hard to almost almost it's hard to like CJ Coping. outside of playing though. It's hard to you know like no, um, but like yeah, it, it, you know, you, you know, know, if you want to grow as a person, and, and that's been, pretty much been my goal the past two years, I, you have to you know be surrounded by you know people a bit more mature than kids. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, obviously I say that, but my team is still kids, but yeah, you know, working with Vitality has helped. No, wait, Alf, you know, Alfa's pretty old little... though. How old is Alfa? He's like 19. He's like Alpha's like one of the 10, <laughs> 10 oldest, oldest players who qualified for it's the last event. Junior. He's 19 years old. I was last actually World blown away. You were the oldest player. That's insane. That's when Scru I knew my time was up. Now, what, Once you I, get I, on that list, you're done. Yeah, but, but I, 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 I feel I feel like the 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 lists will get slightly will older get, in in in, older, in, yeah. in 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 the next couple of years, next three years, because I think the the player, the, the the current players at the top, you know, the Zens, the Vacheras, they will stay around for a while, and so, yeah. Um, and yeah, the current generation will stick around, and yeah, we we will see players being like 23, 24, still performing. Um, but man, nowadays it's really tough because yeah, you have to leave the whole year with like two players <laughs> who are like ten years old, uh, younger than you, and it's. it's Can it's, you guys believe? I, I couldn't believe it when I saw Scrub Killer was twenty. That really like, made <laughs> me feel so old. You guys have no idea. The reason is there was a LAN uh, called Supernova Invitational. Rizzo was actually there as a player. And Scrub Killer got voted in as one of the players, and he wasn't going to be able to go because his parents couldn't go with him, and uh, he couldn't fly by himself. I think he was 13 at the time. Uh, but I was going as a caster, and I'd already I'd met his dad at a couple of other lands. I said, "Well, actually, I'm going. If he wants to go, I could go. I could be his guardian, and we he could just fly with me. We fly from the same airport anyway." I thought they were going to say, "No, uh, you you idiot. We've only." Alan, Alan, his dad had only met me a couple of times, but they were like, "Yeah, that's fine." So I just met his parents at the airport. I was like, <laughs> "I'll on. take you from here, right? You come with me to New York." We went to the lab. He was thirteen, and now he's twenty. I'm like, "What happened? What happened to like seven years? Where did that? Where did all that go?" Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's crazy. I, 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 I realized like I, I started my you know uh, post uh, graduation school like almost ten years ago, and it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I am for chat asking right. Yeah, I'm pretty much his uh yeah, his, his, his second dad. Yeah. I've been it yeah, legally. 
Pretty sure that's how it works. All right, let's stop feeling sorry for ourselves. No more, no more old people humor. Uh, Farah, tell me. This is actually a question for me. I want to know what was your favorite moment from your pro career? What was the highlight? What was the most memorable thing for you? Um, I think I think the qualifying for my first worlds and the way we did it was the high in terms of emotions. Um, because, you know, I was a rookie, I didn't expect to be at Worlds and we just made it in unbelievable fashion. So that was in terms of emotion, like something I would always remember and because I was my first time as well. And then, and then, and then obviously, you know, winning the two lands we did, um, the DreamHack, uh, DreamHack, uh, Leipzig and DreamHack Valencia, that was, those are like... Debating Rizzo. Yeah, beating Rizzo, especially, I mean, this, the, the, the games were like crazy. We, we tied it up with like 10 seconds left and we, we, we Don't remember won that. the game in overtime. <laughs> Don't remember that. <laughs> it's, and also, you retired Fireburner. You, Fireburner, yeah. you, you couldn't let him win one. You couldn't just let no. him have it. No. <laughs> or was that no. just a sex idea? Was he like, actually, no, I've got this new car. It's the Fennec. You're going to love it. Like, you should see what I can do in this thing. Yeah. Fireburner, yeah. sorry, bro. <laughs> we just said, okay, let's just Fennec this thing and, and, and run out of it. <laughs> yeah, but like those two were like huge memories. Um, I mean, it's the easy answer, but that's the truth as well. It's like the, the weekend, especially the Valencia weekend, I have so many good memories from there. Um, I have also like really good memories from BTS. Uh, I think those were like the, the good events. Uh, I don't, I don't have as many good memories from like Worlds, unfortunately, because I never really performed there. Um, I have good memories from the after parties, but that's, that's <laughs> <what I'm talking laughs> like. So, I, I hate to say it, but also I don't hate to say it at the same time. You were one of the players I really wanted to lose like at Worlds because I was like, oh, every time you get eliminated, I was like, Incredible. brilliant, Farrah, like Farrah an, an actual can human. Drink the house down. A human is eliminated <laughs> from the tournament so we can hang out together. That's amazing. And I don't even have to feel bad like uh but i have to actually go back you said very briefly there i'm gonna like tell you guys what happened because Farrah doesn't want to blow his own trumpet too much when he says that they qualified for season three as first rlcs line in dramatic fashion uh what he means is that they reverse swept a team called you guys might know you might have heard of them um gale force esports to qualify for lad <laughs> Uh yeah, that's right. K yeah. Dub Turbo Panda reversed no, 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 no. to qualify. You, you easy, got it wrong. Easy. You got it wrong. You got it wrong. It was the first roster of Gale Force. Oh wait, was, was it the Panda? Was it the Panda Pashi one? Yep, oh no! Don't tell me. You, don't tell me you reverse swept Shoset. <laughs> oh, no, that's even worse. And that was that was so we were uh, so this season we reversed no flip side. We beat uh Northern Gaming in five. We we reverse swept uh the Elot team, I think it was like resonant, resonant or something. Yeah. And then we reverse swept for the one series we had to win to make top two. The so pocket aces. Also, uh, oh, it was yeah, pocket. Uh, it, it, it was called pocket aces back then, and you know it was the roster that got to the finals the season be before, and they replaced Devo with Shoset, and they didn't make worlds. So Shoset was like. Yeah, in a really bad spot because he was like he, he he was brought to the team and they underperformed so hard and then yeah he was he was feeling really bad about it and then I got kicked and then we just fought each other we were like all right 
وين التوب سيتويشن بالانس ليتس جاست ميك ا تيم واز ذات ا بيت اوكورد ذا يور لايك اي اس ريلي سوري اباوت ذات يو نو لايك اليمينيشن ذير بات يا اي ثينك وي كود بي ريلي جود تيم ميتس اكشلي ذات سو ماني ريفرس سويبس از كريزي هاو ان ارث ديد يو ريفرس سويب سو ماني تيمز اي اي كود بيليف ات اي دونت نو اي دونت نو اي دونت You had uh, three reverse sweeps out of seven oh series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like I, I, I think like all of our wins came in game five or something. I don't know. I think like back absurd. then, and I think Rizzo and CJ, you can confirm that the series were much more like nerve-wracking than they are now because you only had seven, yeah, and you had yeah. the promotion tournament, or like not not even that in the early seasons, but like yeah. afterwards you had that. And you knew if you're not in the main league, if you're not in the Earthsias League, you're pretty much done for. Yep. So all of the series are so, there's so much on the line, so much on the line. Do you want to know a crazy yeah. stat, actually? You guys won five of your seven series, but your game score is 17 to 16. So your win percentage <laughs> in games is 52%, wow, even though game. you won five series to two. So you guys were just like game five ice. We were so clutch. We were so clutch. We were so clutch. <laughs> it was what, yeah, right. it was crazy back then because you'd you'd practice a whole week to play one best of five. You know, <laughs> so you might you might just play three games, and it's like okay, we'll That's do the incredible. same thing next week. So much pressure. All right, I got one final question for the for the podcast here. It's from our uh, patron uh, Royal Rights. He says, "Does Farah think it's still possible to have one team dominate across multiple seasons like old Dignitas did?" Can Vitality become a dynasty like that, or is it too competitive these days? It, it, it's really hard because, you know, as soon as there is one team dominating, um, you know, the other are trying to catch up as, as fast as they can. And uh, it, it's really hard. I think BDS show that it's maybe possible because they've mm-hmm. dominated the season X and they've won World the season afterwards. So they didn't win both seasons. Technically, Vitality didn't win season X, but BDS uh, won everything else that season, and they kept going into you know the winning mode uh, the season afterwards. So it's possible to go across multiple seasons, but it you need to be so much better than everyone uh, that it's 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 really hard. It's really really hard. Is it possible for us? Maybe. Right now we're not dominating the region. I mean we are, but uh, for Two weeks so let's see how it goes uh you know in the next three months what we can do in two weeks what we can do at the major what we can do at worlds if we do great the goal is obviously gonna be to build out on that and to you know keep uh, uh running it up uh, in the next season fair enough Hello. all right i think that's uh, gonna do it cj johnny any more questions I just said one more thing to add. That would be if actually I reckon if you guys can win a LAN, two LAN, two RLCS lands with the same roster, six months apart, that's the same like you know RLCS dominance as like uh, at least RLCS LAN dominance that the famous Dignitas roster had. As long as you make another grand final six months later, so it's a year calendar year, two wins, one grand final, and you've matched Dignitas. That's that's <laughs> the goal now, because obviously the format changed. But yeah. Possible, possible. That's I all mean, I want to say. Moist kind of did it last season, but it's yeah they it got a grand the final and they, they got a grand final then a win and then they didn't make if they can make that worlds run if they won worlds that yeah. would be comparable but yeah Furia Furia got them so not <laughs> quite 
then yeah, they all they all blew up the roster. So I mean, BDS <laughs> won won the fall major and then won worlds. Mm-hmm. A bit different roster, but still same mm-hmm. core of the team. So I don't know. I back feel like back would be. I, I, feel, I feel like BDS showed it's um, somewhat possible. Um, but Rocket League is I so agree. volatile yeah, in, in terms of performance that eventually one team is going to take over for like at least one split, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's really hard. Um, it, it's really, really hard. But we, we will try to, you know, be as uh, as dominant as we can if we are dominant. I just want to say, Farah, firstly, well, firstly, obviously, shout out to the patrons for those questions. They were fantastic. But Farah, I was so sad when you when when I saw the retirement post, the tweet longer. I was, I was very sad. But because you know, I just and the first thing I thought was, I really hope that you just you know find a way to stay involved in the Rocker League, you know, in the community. And obviously, you had a little bit of a break, and then you found yourself um, back on your feet coaching. And it's fantastic that you're still in there. I love being able to see you. With the whiteboard up, I don't know what you're writing on there. I don't know what the secrets are, but I love seeing the cameras before the game and you're standing up there. I don't know if Zen's listening or he's just sitting there looking at the floor <laughs> um, in those pre-game speeches, but um, it's fantastic that you're still involved and obviously now have a chance to really, well, perhaps create history or at least be involved in some pretty good success. Yeah, I'll be honest. It was really close for for for, for you guys to never see me again. Like, if I didn't have, you know, <laughs> oh one God. good... <laughs> one good really one really good opportunity I would have gone uh, total opposite direction. Um but Vitality came along. Um and 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 I'm here now. I don't know if I'm here to stay for you know very, very long time, but uh um, stay first, yeah. stay. Your English <laughs> your English is so good for a French person. <laughs> for a French hey, person, you don't know, talk to the, any of them. You're the only the, one the, you can the, translate the, for us. <laughs> The French, the French standard, the French standard uh, for English speaking is so low that my English looks good, but it's not good. It's not good. It is good. It is good. It's perfect. Good. Come on, guys. It's very good. I'm I'm not lying. I don't know if Johnny is, but I'm not lying. I think your English is very good. That's serious. Your English is perfect. I don't know why why you're being so hard. French people are very harsh on themselves when it comes to their English. They they don't think they're good. Good English doesn't be. Listen, Ferris. I mean, I I listen to you know you know. Europeans, not uh, native English speakers, talking English all the time, and they're better than me. I can I can see it. They have better accent. They have better, you know, way have a better way with words. Uh, there, than I do. Your accent is literally perfect. It is sexy. I want your yeah. accent. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I'm a bogan Australian. I want like the I want the little French no, twang. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, right. I, I'll say. Right now I'm here. Uh, let's see what happens, and I hope we'll uh, we'll win worlds. To be honest, <laughs> I hope I hope, we, I hope you're happy, Ferris. So I hope. Oh yeah, all. right now, right now I'm happy. happy. Uh, we keep winning, so yes. Uh, <laughs> as long as Ferris is happy, I'm happy. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope you stick around after you guys uh, win worlds inevitably. But thank you everybody for watching Chalkcast number forty-one. If you guys missed any part of it, it'll be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, which I will tweet out links a little bit later. Uh, actually, not later. Probably tomorrow once those are up. Uh, special thank you to all of our patrons out there. Uh, Patreon.com slash Chalkcast, helping support the Chalkcast, of course. All the endeavors that we're going to uh, get into and supporting uh, a team that we're still in debt to. <laughs> for we are we're, heavily we're still, in debt. We're still paying that off. But uh, yeah, thank you Have so much to Pharaoh for uh, joining us, CJ and Johnny, for co-hosting. We appreciate you guys, and we hope you all have a great night. Bye-bye. Good night.